Welcome to Revelation Church's podcast with Pastor Cam Colombo. To stay connected, visit us online at revelationchurchny.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Now here's today's message. Who's finished? It's that word that we have seen so many times. What's finished? Why is it finished? What, what's complete? The word finished, the, word, the verb finished is the verb completed. It's the, the, the verb fulfill. So we're going to study that. Pilate, when he was judging Jesus, came to a conclusion that he, has, he had no guilt. I found no guilt in him. So let's turn to the book of John, chapter 19, verse 4. Pilate came out again and said to the chief priest and to the officers, Behold, I'm bringing him out to you, so that you may know that I find no guilt in him. Jesus then came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to him, to them, Behold the man. You know, this was to shame Jesus. The crown of thorns was not to celebrate him as a king of Israel, but was to bring him down. Hence, the, that crown of thorns that, that was placed on his head. And then you have, he is also wearing a purple robe. Now, the, the, the color purple is a sign of royalty. And he had that, as, as a joke to him, so to speak, they dressed him as a king. They dressed him as a king in order to bring him down. And, and he had a beautiful robe and he had that uh, crown of thorns uh, one more time in order to bring him down to, to, to destroy his kingdom. Remember, the Lord Jesus Christ is the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. And he was speaking during his journey with us on earth. He was speaking about the kingdom of God. So he, is a, he was speaking as a ruler of God. Do you remember when he's speaking to, to, to the centurion, the two of them are speaking a rulership or kingship language. And the entire, his entire ministry is based on that kingdom. And somewhat, they sort of understood that. And that is the reason why they're mocking him with a crown, one more time, on his head, or thorns, and then about with the purple robe. So when the chief priest and the officers saw him, they cried out saying, crucify him, crucify him. They, they want to get rid of him. That, that was the, they, they're trying to get rid of him since the beginning. And they're trying. And, and, Pilate said to them, but take him yourself and crucify him yourself. 
What it has to do with me, Rome, is a, a rap in Rome. And he said, but I find no guilt in him. That is amazing. He's uh, in court under the judges, and there's no guilt whatsoever. He ought to die because he made himself out to be a son of God. Excuse me? What? <laughs> Why are we crucifying him? What, 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 what is the reason? Why is, are we doing something like that? And in the book of John 19, 19 verse 7, the Jews answer him, we have a law, and by that law, he ought to die because he made himself out to be a son of God. Here is, is translated the son of God. But when you study the Greek, you understand that uh, the article the here is a. So he ought to make, he ought to die because he made himself out to be a son of God, a person that is coming from God. And that is the reason why they want to kill, kill him. I mean, it, it makes no sense. Therefore, when Pilate heard this statement, he was even more afraid. So Pilate was afraid. He, he, he didn't know what to do with Jesus. And uh, his wife had dreams, even, about him and about Jesus. She was very greatly disturbed. So he became more afraid when you he heard that. He's like, the son of God? And he, he entered into the praetorium again and said to Jesus, uh, where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. You know, sometimes, and I'm sure you guys understand me, sometimes you ask Jesus and he will answer in a flash, in a second. You ask uh, uh, a, a question about, let's say, healing. Lord, please heal my brother, heal me, heal, uh, and then you, he will answer you. But sometimes he will not answer whatsoever. Nothing. Nothing. And in and, and a situation like that, it's very difficult because you're like, oh my God, what did I do? Why is he not answer, answering me? And Pilate said to him, you do not speak to me? Do you not know that I have the authority to release you and I have the authority to crucify you? It's some weird retaliation from Pilate. And Jesus answered, remember, Jesus is what? Lord. He was born a lord, a king, the son of a king, son of God, and he died as a son of God. Jesus answered, you will have no authority over me unless it had been given you from above. 
What? What do you mean? What do you mean? I thought I, I, I had the power to crucify you, I have the power to release you if I want to. And then now Jesus gives an answer. It's like a beautiful answer. This is the answer of a ruler. This is the answer of someone who understands what's going on. Someone who understands, uh, who is in full authority. Always, even at the cross, he's in full authority. For this reason, he who delivered me to you as the greatest sin. All things had already been accomplished. Uh, as far as the, script, the scriptures, they have been accomplished already. When this is, go, is going on, by the way. John 19, 28. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things had already been completed, fulfilled. To fulfill the scripture, said, I am thirsty. This, this is like a mystery. Why is he saying that? Now, you must understand one thing. Now, Jesus Christ is fulfilling Psalm 69, uh, but he's not only fulfilling Psalm 69 because he said, I'm thirsty, they give me poison uh, for my food and then vinegar for my, for my thirst. There's, you can read Psalm 69 on that. But what Jesus Christ is fulfilling, completing, is the Word of God. He's completing the Word of God, the plan of God, the report of God. Whose report have you believed? You remember Isaiah? Whose report have we believed? So Jesus Christ is the fulfiller, the completer, the finisher of our course, of our race, of our belief system. He's the author, yes, he's the author, but he's also the finisher, the completer of the race. We are in the race. All of us are in the race. So when he says, I am thirsty, of course he's fulfilling that verse. I told you, the, uh, I'm sorry, the psalm. 69, but he's also fulfilling not only Psalm 69, but the entire scripture written by him. You remember Eve, Adam and Eve, but particularly Eve, disobeyed the what? What is it that she disobeyed? She disobeyed the word of God. The word was spoken. She said, eh, nope. No, no, no. You're very nice. You're very nice, Lord. Uh, but you know, us, my husband and I, uh, we'd rather go to that tree here. And therefore, she disobeyed the word spoken by God to her and to, I mean, to Adam. Of out of the tree, you can freely eat, but the day you touch this one, you die. And she, she had this snarkly, like, oh, my God, don't worry about it. We, we're good. 
But now, Jesus Christ, and by the way, uh, let's go back to, to Adam. Adam, because he loved his wife, he was waiting for a wife for many, many years. Then all of a sudden, God gave her a, a wife. And then he didn't want to, he, he could have said, you know what? You have sinned. You, you're out. You're totally out. I don't want you. you you're corrupted now by sin. Me, I want nothing to do with sin. So uh, uh, let, let me ask my father, God, uh, see if he can pr produce another woman for me. But this is not what, 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 what Adam had done. Adam went and, and, and he embraced the sin of his wife. Here, here, you can eat that, eat that, eat that, please. And then he took it. He took, he took it. And then he became now a sinner. A, a person that is disobedient to the word of God. So the first Adam is the disobedient to the word of God. And the second Adam, second Adam who is Jesus Christ, Jesus, the anointed man, is the obedient person to the word of God. So we have a, a disobedient person and we have an obedient person. Now you understand better the passion of the Christ. You understand better the passion of the Christ, the sacrifice of the cross on the cross. And he is over there and, and he, of course he's fulfilling the scripture. But Jesus Christ fulfilled as a ruler, not as a loser, but as a ruler, to the end. Therefore, when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. Why, why, is, he, why is he saying that? Because, you know, the sour wine uh, and the food that was poisonous, by the way, that was to mock him too. That was to mock him too. Like, oh, you're thirsty? Don't, don't go anywhere. It is. You're hungry? Oh my God, yeah. You know, that was to, to destroy him. You know, the devil was behind all that. He wanted the second Adam to be totally out. So he may rule over all the Adamic one, the first Adam generations, which are born, by the way, in sin. I don't want to complicate things, but this is what happened. And then the Lord Jesus said, it is finished. It is completed. I've done it. Lord, I'm done. I've done everything you have asked me to complete. I've done it. I've done the word of God. Now, maybe, and I'm sure you, you are understanding, why is Jesus Christ called the Word of God? He's called the Word of God. His name is called. It is written in the book of Revelation. His name is called. His name has been nature. He has been natured. And is, that's the reason why he's receiving this revelation, by the way, it's a great revelation. Uh, his name is full of the divine nature of God as the obedient 
of God. His name is called, his name is natured, Word of God. And sometimes the Word of God, a lot of people, they, 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 it's very difficult to comprehend what the Word of God means. The Word of God is the report of God. It's the plan of God. The plan of war of God. The plan of love of God. The thinking, the consciousness of who God is, is not a book, although it could be a book. But you cannot contain the book, you cannot contain the word in a book, although it's part of it. So when Jesus dies, he suffers. You've seen the clip. You've seen it. A picture equals thousand words. You know, I mean, when you see that, you're like, oh my God, wow, wow, why? Did Jesus Christ die for us as a substitute or as a forerunner? Did he die as a substitute? Or he died as a forerunner. I didn't have the, the word forerunner this morning. I was seeking, I was searching all over the place. I couldn't find it. And all of a sudden the Lord said to me, forerunner. Forerunner, that's what you need to do. And I heard my entire life, and I'm sure you guys do the same. Jesus Christ died for us as a substitute. So a substitute is someone who dies for someone else. Now, did he die for us for some, uh, uh, on behalf of, of us? And yes, yes, he died, he died for us, so we may not die. And that for sure is a substitute. But is this what Jesus Christ had done alone? And the answer is no. Physically, he died for us, so we may not die. But then there's another truth to it. Spiritually, as he died, you die also. Because where the forerunner goes, you must go also. So spiritually, you need, as, as the Lord died, guess what? You die also. If he died, you die. When he died, you die. And I explained, I tried to explain the last two or three weeks. When the Lord Jesus Christ died, you have died with him. No physically, I'm not speaking physically, I'm speaking spiritually. But when he is resurrected from the dead, you are resurrected from the dead also. And this is what makes you a winner. This was makes you a ruler. You understand what the Lord said? Only those who overcome will sit together with me on my throne. Like, what? Who, wait, 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 what did you say? Only the one who overcomes, only the one who is a ruler, only the one who died with me on the cross and who is resurrected with me on the cross will come and sit together with me on my throne, the very same way I'm sitting together with my Father 
upon his throne. So here is our Asherah. Jesus Christ did not die for us as a substitute only. He died for us as a foreigner also. Amen? Remember, we taught you to prepare those cards, little cards, three by fives. And me, you know, I have a one card. This is my card, which should be your card. One card. It's called sin. So what we're going to do as you prepare, you may have, oh my God, I, I have a headache, a toothache, or a uh, heartache, uh, uh, I have a COVID-19, uh, so, but the, the, don't worry, if you have COVID-19, uh, uh, I have another card, okay? For, so for now, we're going to deal with this one here. So I'm going to get that, and I'm going to Now, together, we do together, you do virtually, so to speak. You're not going to bang on the, end, on, on, on the laptop or, or, or your computer. <laughs> but virtually, we're going to do it together. So the, the very same way, the, the Lord Jesus Christ, this is what he did. I'm going to show you what he did. Uh, you know, of course. But this is what you're going to do. Look, you're going to do that. This is what your sin is. What, what is sin? Sin is the sinful nature. Jesus Christ nailed to the cross. Look what it is. Look it. Now, the very same way in the word sin, there's the word disease. In the word disease, there's the word infirmity. It's all in there. It encompasses, it encompasses the entire sinful nature. So if you suffer, let's say, a headache, you write down headache, and then it's part of sin. If, if you have a problem with, let's say, a liver, it's part now of sin. Oh, yeah, but me, you see, it's finances. I, I need finances. I need money, brother. All right. Lack, it's part of sin. Okay? You don't believe me? Right there. And now there's one more thing we're going to do together. Because a lot of people don't understand. But, and that's the reason why I'm, I'm using two of those three by five. There's one sin, one consequence of sin that we need to nail. You know what it is? I hope you guys can read that. 
I want to put COVID-19 there. And when I'm, when I'm about to do that, the Lord said, no, no, don't do it. Because there are many viruses. There are many cancer. There are many, there are some viruses that we don't know about. But for today, COVID-19 is part of it. So we're going to nail to the cross. By the way, I don't know if you understand that. It's already nailed to the cross. Who did it? Who nailed to the cross? The virus. Okay? Who nailed to the cross? Who nailed to the cross? And when that happened? Remember the Lord said, it is finished. And, and the Lord said, by the stripe of Christ Jesus, then what, what, what happened to, by the stripe of Christ Jesus, then what? You are healed. Why? Because sin is already in the cross, on the cross. And so is virus, and so is infirmity, and so is poverty, and so is everything negative you can think of are being, have been nailed to the cross already. So, your sin is right here. The virus is also right there. Okay? So, I hope you understood that message. I hope you understood what we're trying to do. All right? So, you be blessed, and then we see you on Sunday morning. We're going to have an amazing, amazing service, the Resurrection Sunday service. All right? Be blessed. Thank you for listening to this message. We encourage you to listen a few times in order to let what God revealed sink deeper into your heart and continue to renew your mind. If you'd like to honor the Lord with your giving, as well as sow into the ministry of Revelation Church, please visit revelationchurchny.com give. Thanks and God bless.